welcome to the Compassionate Business Collective podcast. I'm your host, Alex Okal, registered associate nutritionist, compassionate business coach, and founder of the PCOS Collective and Weight Inclusive Training. Join me for open and honest conversations about building a business with impact that aligns with your values and doesn't burn you out. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Compassionate Business Collective podcast. I hope you've all had a really lovely week since I spoke to you last when I was joined by Anna for our episode all about using human design in your business. I am so happy with the response that we've had. I knew that having Anna on would be really, really amazing and I just loved our conversation together. So if you haven't listened to that one, make sure you click um, and have a listen. So I want to start by apologizing for the sound quality. Unfortunately, one of my cats, we won't name names, um, chewed through the microphone wire. So unfortunately, I am just recording straight into my laptop. So I promise normal sound from next week. I need to reorder another wire. Um, But yeah, hopefully it's not too annoying or frustrating for you to listen to as I have a really exciting episode planned. Um, I say planned, it's more just I made a TikTok last week off the back of a conversation I was having with a client on Voxer. So Voxer is like a voice recording um, kind of... I don't know what you'd call it. It's kind of like WhatsApp, but for just voice notes. And I use it with my clients to kind of have a conversation in between our sessions. And on that um, software, we were kind of having a little conversation about podcasting, content creation, and how we can really be everywhere online and getting our message across getting ourselves out there letting our ideal client hear about us and hear more from us without completely burning out and losing our minds which is a very good question as you all know if you've listened to any of the episodes before i have suffered badly from burnout at the start of the year and finally kind of getting through that and over that and I also know that being visible online is a really, really important and kind of valuable thing that we can be doing within our businesses. And this is because when we are visible online and when we are being, you know, our true authentic selves, when we're showing up, when we're giving value to our audience, first of all, we are building that know, like, and trust factor with our audience. We know we're giving valuable free information out there. We are showing up consistently to give that value and we become a really valuable recommended to many resource. So that's one reason why we want to get ourselves out there and get out our message. It really can help people even if they can't or are not in a position to work with you right now. It can really make an impact on a nice big scale which is I'm sure what we all want to do if you're listening to this podcast. Also when we are getting all our stuff out there and our message and our stories and our kind of unique way of doing things because we are all so unique and bring a different approach even if you feel like you're doing the same thing as someone else so if someone's doing exactly the same thing as you you feel like oh there's thousands of fill in the blank 
doing what I do. So for example, you know, being a nutritionist that specializes in IBS, there's thousands of those. What how am I gonna stand out? Being yourself is what makes you stand out and sharing your message and your story and the way that you go about helping people and supporting clients is your unique selling point. So that's always important to remember, but I feel like I'm going off track. Um, But we know that social media is a difficult beast to tame and with algorithm changes and with people dropping off for various reasons, people just not enjoying it as much or not really feeling like they can really be them true selves on there or kind of get their message across. People are leaving social media or saying it's not worth it and we might have seen a bit of a lower engagement, bit of a bit of a sad place. I think Instagram especially seems to have been because people are getting pretty frustrated with the lack of um, engagement in particular. And, you know, I agree. I think there has been, um, obviously there's been a change in the algorithm. You know, videos are being pushed more. Um, and if you're not on video, then it seems like Instagram doesn't care about you and it can be really annoying. Um, I completely respect that. But I also think that we need to just shift maybe the way that we're using these platforms and using them as a helpful way for people to find out more about us. And as almost using it as a portfolio is the way I've been kind of talking about it. You know, Instagram, our grid, the way I'm using it is that it's a portfolio. It's a place for people to come, find out a bit more about you before they decide to work with you rather than it being an kind of an outreach platform or somewhere where people are going to organically be finding me um you know through recommended posts or through the explore page it just doesn't really seem to be working like that as much anymore so yeah the way I'm using it is I'm you know keeping up on my stories because I really like sharing what I'm up to and connecting with people via stories and dms is kind of my favorite way to be use Instagram and then using the grid as just kind of a an area for me to yeah demonstrate my work kind of put out key pieces of information and have like how you can work with me my freebie my you know main thing which is this podcast how you can listen to that and all of those sort of things so I definitely think that's useful for using at the moment kind of a useful way to use Instagram I should say but I also think we do tend to have a bit of a reliance on one platform Whereas actually being omnipresent across various platforms and sharing our message far and wide really is key, so, so key to finding those ideal clients, connecting with them, nurturing them, having conversations, building a community and also selling whatever you are selling, selling your services, selling your product, whatever it is that you do. we have to have all of those things in place first. We often want to go straight to the cell, but we need to find people, nurture them, bring them into our world, feed them valuable, valuable content that they can genuinely use and do something with. It's not just like giving them a little taste and then saying, but if you want the rest, you have to work with me. I really don't like those sort of Instagrams or TikToks or whatever when it's I it doesn't resonate with me I like being able to you know give valuable content and give valuable insights but then if you want personalized tailored advice then you can come and see me for a one-off or work with me on my signature program like that's 
what I think is the most kind of embodied and most authentic, I think, way of using um, these platforms because it can it can turn into a bit of a non-human way of doing things where we're thinking a little bit too strategically. But anyway, content creation for these platforms, for social media, for our website, for um, email marketing, it can be a lot. But getting out there is is really important. So I've kind of come up with a little bit of a system or a way that I like to do things. Does this mean this is how you have to do things? Absolutely not. And I'm not saying that you absolutely have to. But I was, like I said, I was sharing this with one of my clients um, in our Voxer conversation and she really resonated with it. So I thought I would share it with you guys and you could um, see whether it's something that feels aligned to you and the way that you want to work. And yeah, I'm hoping that it'll be helpful for someone. One way you can work with me is through a 90 minute intensive compassionate coaching calls. These are intensive one-to-one sessions to deep dive into your business and create a strategy to reach your big picture goals. I can help you at any stage of your business and with any challenges you may have. I love starting building and growing businesses to create consistent income months and provide more inclusive and compassionate service. So using my slow business framework, we will center your business on abundance, transparency, and inclusion. And together we can create a business that you're excited about, prioritizes your mental and physical health, and allows you to fully support your clients or customers, all while building a life you absolutely love. I can't wait to help you. Use the code STRATEGY for a discount this September and head to alexocal.com slash intensive for more information and to book in. That's alexocal.com slash intensive. I feel like we've spoken a lot about why you need to be across different platforms, how it can be beneficial to you and your clients and your ideal clients. So let's talk about how we can do this without absolutely losing your marbles. Because I realize that content creation can be something that feels like it takes up a lot of your time. And I think it's really important to highlight that you should never be creating content just to create content, just to get something out there. It's often quite counterintuitive and it just, it doesn't feel good for you. It's not really adding value and you're just often kind of doing it to kind of feed the, feed the algorithm is how it kind of feels. So something that I've been trialing and really enjoying is having a core content piece. So for anyone you know, wondering my core content piece is my podcast. It's this podcast, but it could be anything. It could be a blog post. It could even be an Instagram post. So, or a TikTok, 
or a YouTube video or anything really that you have been producing or it could all start from an email. Whatever way of producing content that feels most aligned to you or is the easiest or the most exciting or what your clients or customers really, really like is probably a good place to start if you're a bit confused about what to begin with. So my core content is my podcast. I record this podcast every single week and I take the podcast recording I obviously upload it to Anchor once I've edited it, even though I barely edit, as you can tell, because you can hear all of my stutterings and when the cat jumps up onto the desk and, you know, my coffee cup banging against the table. But that's because this is real life (laughs) and I'm a human. Um, So, yeah, I edit it in GarageBand, um, just pop in all of the music and all the little bits and pieces. And then I put it onto Anchor, which is my podcast platform of choice just because I've always used it. I used it last year when I was building the PCOS Collective podcast. So I pop it on there and then I take that podcast and I pull out key quotes or key bits of information that I want. I should mention that I don't script my podcasts. I know it's a shocking thing to hear as I stumble over my words. Um, But I do not script it. I maybe write some bullet points of things I want to cover. This episode, I haven't done that as it's kind of been in my head all week of what I wanted to talk about. But yeah, I don't script it. So what I do is I take the podcast, I put it into a transcribe software. I can't remember what the one I use is called, but there's loads of free ones out there. It transcribes it for me. It writes it all down. I go through and I edit it because often it doesn't really understand what I'm saying or understand my accent or spells my surname very strangely. So I go through it, I kind of edit it, I tidy it up and I make it into a blog post. So this goes onto my website. I make sure that the SEO is decent. I mean, it doesn't worry me too much about the SEO at the moment. Um, It's not really my priority for this, Um, but I want to get something onto my website, something decent, something that people can have a little read of, or they can click and listen to the podcast instead. So that's how that gets onto my website. Once that's edited through and it's uploaded, ready to be scheduled to go out, I then go through and I pick out key quotes or key messages that I want to get across. And I turn these into Canva, little infographics that then go on my Instagram. So that's like quotes that you will hear me say or my guests say, or, you know, I might turn it into a nice little um, fun like chart or graph or something like that to put onto my Instagram. And you create at least two pieces of content from this. I then put that content onto a scheduling software. I'm just using the um, Meta Business Suite at the moment, actually. And I just upload it all up onto there. And then I write an email to my list to talk about the podcast episode. So it goes out on a Monday. So on a Monday at 6am, my list gets a email with what the podcast is about. And I just chat through saying, so for this week, I will say something like, this week, I am talking all about how I create an omnipresence across different platforms all within an hour to an hour and a half a week. So that's, yeah, that's how I do that. So I get my email scheduled and ready to go. I then take the Canva images and I kind of create one that's more of a Pinterest style um, image. This is something I've recently started doing. I'm trying to get in the Pinterest game. So I've been creating and making a little pretty Pinterest image and then using Tailwind to upload that to Pinterest. And then I can make a TikTok about it and I can talk about the key thing I've spoken about that week or um, something that I just want to pull out that I think will be helpful. And that's how I create content across 
a whole week uploading, you know, to Instagram two to three times a week. Stories are kind of consistent. They're just fun for me to do. So I just do those um, as and when I want to. And then I have a blog post going up. I have an email going out. I have uploads to Pinterest and it's all pretty smooth sailing. And I've really, really enjoyed this way of doing things because I always know what I'm going to talk about on socials that week. Having this core piece of content to guide me has been so helpful. And you may be wondering, well, how do I decide what the core piece of content is going to be, as in the topic of it, which is a good question. And some of them are a bit more planned. Like I have a list in Notion, which if you know me at all, you know Notion is where all of my ideas and everything that I need for my business is. So if Notion ever disappeared I'd be very very upset (laughs) um so yeah everything's in my notion and I have a list there of certain topics I want to make sure I talk about because it's kind of key to my business or things that really light me up so values is one of them making ease in your business so something like this episode um was kind of a note and a scribbled note but it's also from ideas that like my clients give me or conversations that I have online or off the back of other content I'm creating so it's all quite natural and it's with ease. I think that's really is what's key. It's with ease. It feels very natural to me and it really allows me to be everywhere without draining me, without stealing all of my time, without feeling like I'm on a hamster wheel of content creation. I spend an hour to an hour and a half a week making this podcast, making the email, making the Instagrams, making the TikToks, making the um, Pinterest. And you can also like upload to Facebook. There's, you know, there's so many other things. LinkedIn you could do as well. And it really wouldn't add that much time. But knowing that I have one key thing to think about, one kind of key thing to talk about really is what makes, has made such a difference because I just know where I'm at. I know what I'm up to. I know what I'm doing. So That has been so transformational for me and made everything a lot easier. So I hope that was helpful to some of you who are feeling a bit overwhelmed about being visible and being online and being out there and sharing your ideas and how you, um, you know, how you do things and how, what your approach is without feeling totally overwhelmed. Um, See, I found this a really useful way of doing things and it's just changed the game for me. Um, I'm all about simplifying and automating, which is part of the first phase of my slow business framework. If you want to download that, you can head to alexocal.com and you can download your freebies there um, because that's something that is just so important to me. I just want, I basically want to take my head and download it and make it easier for me to categorize everything because I just have so many things swimming in my head and I just want it to be a space for ideas and rather than a place to be like, oh, I need to remember to post on Instagram. I need to remember to send an email. I need to remember to do this. Having this little system has been really, really lovely for me. So yeah, hope that was of some use to you and let me know if you decide to implement something like this or how you go about making content. I would love to hear from you. Everything I talk about is always just what's working for me right now. It's not going to be the be all and end all. It's not the one way of doing things. It never is in business. We need to figure out how we want to run our business and what works for us. But I thought I would share and I'd love to hear how you get on and how you do things. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to speak to you again. Next week, we have another amazing guest coming up 
So I'm really looking forward to it. Enjoy your week and speak soon.